and welcome to another edition of All on the Board Sports. My name is Sean Thomas, a.k.a. Sean T., joined by my main man, Will Cherucci, a.k.a. Will C. Will, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm feeling good outside of hearing Dirty Water just now by the, sh- the Shondells right now. You Shondells. Know? Yeah. That's a good one, man. Yeah. The, sta- the Standells, excuse me. You can never, never go wrong with Down the st- by the River. Dirty Water. <laughs> Boston is really loving that dirty water right now, oh, man. Oh, man. Talk about that. Uh, well, let's just. Let's just fuck. Let's just go it, right man. in. Let's just go right into River Charles right now, huh? Well, um, I think we both had them winning this uh, series. Well, yes, we did. I don't think we had them winning it at five. What um, what they did in Houston, going to Houston, defending champs, winning all three games. That's impressive. Yes. And they had a hero in all three wins. Um, Heroes only sandwich. They had unsung guys coming up unsung, and playing. Right, David Very Price. Well. Last night, he he erased his ghost. He did from postseason past, and he especially did. ALDS, the ALDS against the Yankees. He erased that all. He did from memory. Him game five, uh, Ben Attendee with the game saving catch and the game ending catch and the game last ending night. Ending catch last night, right? Um, and you know to to and that and I forgot to, who was the the guy in game three. Um, that um, I forgot who it was, but pretty much. Unsung guys, all four wins, three of them straight on the road. And, well, the main reason why I picked Boston to win this series is because even though Houston won 100 games, it was a weird 100 games. I feel like the whole season, Houston was up and they were down. They were up, they were down. They were up there. They never got, and I think it was the presence of the A's. I think the A's gave them more than, I feel like, the fact that they had to battle for the division for as long as they did, I felt that kind of knocked them out of a groove where the previous year, all every team in that division right. stunk. So it was kind of like a smooth sailing thing. And, well, I think that effect is what happened to Cleveland. That AL Central is so bad, you coast the whole year. Not to say you didn't have a test the whole year, but you didn't go through any trials and tribulations, ups and downs. It was kind of like a smooth sailing year where Houston, you kind of saw that, you know, this this is not the 2017 team. This is uh, not that team. And, you know, well, this Boston team is stacked. You know, they have talent across the board, pitching across the board. But their pen, which was much maligned the whole year, their pen this series was very good. Very, very good. And and minus, game, uh, minus game one. Uh, well, no, they lost game. They lost game one. Was it? I think they won a four straight. I could check that for you right now. But yeah, yeah. Sean, dude, this Boston team. We all thought that it was going to be close. Me and you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a lot of fans did too. And to say the very least that this Red Sox team went out and shut down Houston at home is just absolutely remarkable. David Price goes six innings last night. Doesn't give up a run. Nine Ks, looking like the David Price that the Red Sox signed him for to that big, what what was it, seven-year deal, eight-year deal? 100-plus minute, yeah. Yeah, you know, he looked very, very good last night. And he, I think he erased all of his demons from from the ALDS and from past playoff performances, uh, to say the very least. But, uh, hey, you know what, man? Like I said, with, with this Red Sox team, they... This is top to bottom. Forget the fact that they're playing up against the Yankees right now. Mm. This is a team, one through nine, 
is one of the more balanced lineups that you'll ever want to see. This is a team that will not beat you with the, the not only with the home run ball, but they'll beat you in ways that you cannot imagine. Guys that are batting left-handed, a la Benintendi, a la Rafael Devers last night. Three-run shot. Three-run shot to Opposite where? Field. Exactly, to the Crawford boxes over there in left field. You know, he, he, he whenever he's on like that, forget it. You're not stopping him. Right. Okay? You're not. So, Benintendi, him, J.D. Martinez. Home run last night. Home run last night. Mookie Betts, when he gets on and when he's right, He's one of the premier leadoff guys and probably one of the premier players in all of the game, to say the very least. And will probably pound for pound their best player, Xander Bogarts. He's he's been quiet. He's been quiet. He hasn't really had a a breakout game this postseason yet. So, you know, all the guys that you that you just said will and pound for pound, they're maybe their best. Um, their best guy has yet to get hot, so still a very dangerous team with four wins to go. And the crazy part about all this was, game one, the Astros won at Fenway, right? And they had Sale on the mound, right, against Verlander, right. And Sale was out for last night's game, right. This goes to show you that Probably Alex Cora, rest, yeah. Alex Cora is penciling in the right guys at the right time, and he's and he's saying, you know what. He knows deep down that these guys are ready mm-hmm. coming out of the pen. And, you know, to say with the likes of a Nathan Evaldi coming over from the coming over from the Rays, who was with he was with the Yankees before, he wound up pitch himself an absolute gem. Nobody yeah. he was unhittable. He was absolutely unhittable. The Yankees start same thing. Yeah. You know, absolutely unhittable. And he was he was like that ever since he got to Boston. And ever since he came back from that Tommy John surgery, and he's been absolutely on point aces, to say the very least. Same thing you could say about Rick Porcello. Jersey guy. You know, you could say the same thing about, uh, we said Nathan Evaldi. We talked about, uh, you know, we talked about Price. Now, well, something that they do have to be very careful of. Craig Kimball has wet the bed one too many times this postseason. I think, <laughs> I think that he's due for a loss, and it's going to come at a point in time in a very pivotal game, whether it be in one of the eye games I feel like in this World Series coming up, whether it be Game One, trying to get all the jitters out, being in his first World Series game, Game Three if the series is tied, Game Five if it goes three two, or even if it goes three one, you know depending on who, whatever team's up at that point. And then if, the, if a series goes to seven games, it can happen, Sean. But last night, though, I will say this. He did look good. Mm. He looked good, and he attacked those Houston hitters. You know, balls were up. He was overpowering them. And those guys that were at the plate struck out Correa. I think he struck out Marlon Gonzalez. And... Tony Kemp on about flying out to end the game, the bad intendi. But you know what? If if you're going to find something here, this is it. Now, with that being said, Sean, okay, Alex Cora has pushed the right buttons right now. But this team's going to be getting a little rest right now. When's the World Series start? On Tuesday? Uh, next week, yeah. Usually teams that end the year out, right? Teams that end their postseason 
you know, run and wait for the next round, they don't tend to do so hot. A la the 2012 Detroit Tigers when they swept the Yankees. Mm. What happened? They played up against a giant team that won seven games with the Cardinals in 2012. And they wound up sweeping them at home. Yeah. You know? So, you know, anything is possible. But I can't picture that this team, this Boston team getting swept. Although, it's not out of the realm of possibility, but it can happen. Well, I look at it and I say I think Russ is good, especially for sale, because he's he has been right the second half of the year. Right, he has been right. So I think you know, I assume they want to throw him in game one. Um, it's going to be in Boston. Thank God, MLB did away with the whichever league wins the All Star game. Yeah, they went back to the original. Yeah, so we know home home field advantage. Boston has that winning 108 eight games. I think the rest is good if Cora wants is considering starting sale in game one. Or do you go with Price? Or do you go with um, a, a Vody? Or do you do a righty, lefty, lefty, righty combo at home and then do the same thing on the road? Because a Vody, Porcello, right-handed, sale, Price, left-handed. So he has some ways to go. I think you go for sale game one. And you know what? I think so, too. And you know what, too? We haven't even talked about the the most unsung hero out of the bunch, Jackie Bradley Jr. MVP, a- ALCS MVP. MVP. That that home run he hit, the grand slam in game three, four. That was huge, man. That was huge. At that time, all of his runs came with two outs. Right. It hurts with two. Right. It always hurts with two. It was a four-two game, and if Houston had some momentum because they score the. Inning before to make it from 4-1 to 4-2. Right. They get out of that. The momentum is on their side. The crowd is going crazy. And he hit it, and he hit it out. And he silenced that Houston Houston just With Chris Paul sitting behind home plate, with Carmelo sitting behind home plate, you know, it was was definitely a crazy man. But, well, that's the goal to show you. The two of the best players we didn't even mention because they're so deep. They have so much talent around the board. And, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see because I think Alex Core has pushed the well, Alex Core has pushed the right buttons, yes, but he has such a talented team. And that's the same thing that I said with Aaron Boone was, you know, you have such a talented team, but can you push the right buttons? Can you put one through nine together that makes sense? Can you put a starting rotation together that makes sense? Alex Core has done that, and that's why they're here. Well, um, you know, um, you know, the the show started during the MLB season, so we didn't do an MLB MLB preview. preview show. However, you know, well, you know, it's it's, it's going to be very hard to pick against them. It's going to be cold. They have four out of the seven games at home. The only thing is, if they play the Dodgers, that that's a long flight to California. Boston to LA is one of the longest domestic flights you probably have mm-hmm. it probably is mm-hmm. unless you're going to, to, to Maine right it probably is I won't be surprised Boston LA that's at least six hours absolutely so it's just like and then remember they only take one day off so that day off you're flying for six hours yeah so that could be the only uh, buggable games three and four if they play the Dodgers do the Brewers win the next two games and we're talking about a Brewers Sox World um, Series but well the one thing that the Red Sox did do, the past couple of postseasons, they've had some good years, and they haven't done anything. 
Houston beat them last year. Cleveland beat them the year before. And so to see them not get over the hump because they've had success, but to see them capitalize on the great regular season that they've had the past few years, I know it feels good, and they're going to be a very tough outcome uh, next week. Oh, absolutely, and especially with that Fenway faithful over there and with the dimensions of that ballpark and with the history of that ballpark too. Right. Think, think about this for a second here, okay? And we'll move on after this. The Red Sox made it to the World Series in 1918. It's 2018. Mm, 100 years. 100 years. Mm, 100 years. They, they finally, thank God they broke that curse. My Absolutely. God. Absolutely. Them and the Cubs. Well, we've lived and the to White see Sox. some history. We've seen three crazy, four crazy four. streaks. Four crazy streaks and between Red Sox in 04, White Sox in 05, Giants in 2010. Because they haven't won, they didn't win the World Series back back you know since 1954 at that time. The Giants I kind of forget because remember they had that every other year thing, right? Where where they won 10, 12, uh, right? Um, uh, fourteen. So, mm-hmm. but the Giants I do forget, and then and, and the, Cubs. the Cubs. That was Jesus Christ. And same thing with the Royals too. Five. You want to go five? We'll go with five. And the that one against the Cubs, they almost uh, lost it. Right. <laughs> they had to go up and Houston, to extras in game Houston seven. six. I wouldn't count Houston only because they didn't they didn't win one in franchise history. That's why, and they've been snake bit because of a drought, right? I think it, it was because they won one, but they hadn't won one in in so long. But um, yeah, you know, so and we shall see who they play: um, Dodgers and the Brewers, uh, starting uh, right now. Right now, actually, so we shall see at the end, end of the night if it's the Dodgers or. If we will have, if we will have a game seven tomorrow afternoon, two best words in all of sports, ladies and gentlemen, game seven, game seven. So we shall see what yep. happens there. Well, basketball, 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 basketball. M- NBA season started. Knicks one twenty six one zero seven win over the Lodi Hawks. They look good. They look pretty pretty good, regardless of who who they played. One twenty six is one twenty six. Right. So they look good there. Um, you know, um, in and and they listen. It's gonna be a long season for the Knicks. They got a bunch of young guys. This season is all about figuring out who the core is gonna be for 2019 when they have max cap space to bring in two guys. Right. That's what the season is about. Mm-hmm. Is Porzingis the core? Is Hardaway a core? Is Cantor a core? Who's the core? That's going to be the question going into the season. If you are the New York Knicks will. But that was a good one for them. Um, and actually playing the Brooklyn Nets right now, I'll get an updated score for you, for you guys in a sec. Well, speaking of... It is 57-50 right now. Who's up? At halftime, Nets. 57-50 of Brooklyn at the half. So, wow, that's... A, the game just... The game's still like it just started. Halftime already? Jesus. But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, speaking of the said Nets, a tough 103-100 loss to the Pistons. A back-and-forth game the whole game. The Pistons during our NBA preview was one of my sleeper sleep teams because they now have a full season with Blake and Andre Drummond. And they got a new coach. Dwayne Case, he's coaching with someone to prove. And, you know, and they got off to a slow start, but they, you know, came back and won the game uh, at the end, Will. But, well, I think the same thing for this Nets team, too, Will. All about figuring out who's the core because 2019, they will also have cap space for two max slots. So you're pretty much going to have the same free agents Vying for, don't want to live in Brooklyn, don't live in the city, or Jersey's right there, 
or Staten Island's right there. Where do uh, I want to live? Long Island. I think, right, I think both teams are going to get one, whether one gets Kyrie, one gets Butler, one gets uh, KD, one gets Clay, whoever. But I I do think each of those teams is going to get one. And, Will, last but not least, your Lakers, Lake Show, debuted last night. Well, listen, LeBron can't be stopped. LeBron is always going to get his. It's can you limit everybody else. And listen, well, the Lakers are going to have nights like game one. Young core, defensively, their mindset isn't there. That's going to take some time. The the camaraderie also isn't there. That's going to take some time too. But, well, I would tell you, it's not all about the high draft picks. It's sometimes figuring out diamonds in the rough. I'm going to tell you a player that in two or three years is going to be considered one of the most underrated players in the league. And he goes by the name of Josh Hart. I agree. Villanova product. Well, there's something about juniors and seniors when they come into the NBA, they're already seasoned. They're already prepped. Josh Hart also won a championship in college. So he's been through a full season grind. He knows what it takes to go from training camp all the way to the last game of the year. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron, I think Josh Hart well is one of those guys LeBron James is going to grow to love. He's a 3 and D guy. You could put him on the other team's best wing. Well, he can play 1, 2, and 3, which allows the Lakers to do so many things. That was a great draft pick by them, and I think he's going to grow into a player that they're going to grow to love, Will. He didn't even start last night, and he scored more than Ingram and Ball combined. So I so I do think that, you know, I've, I I think eventually he's going to start, Will, but it was a tough loss. You, you never want to give up 128 points. But these are the growing pains you're going to have with a young team until they eventually get the players that they want. So what are your are your thoughts? My my first thought, just to go with the Knicks here for a second, um, they have a pretty good core right now in place of guys that not only they have their young guys that they drafted, but also, too, castaways. Right. And what do I mean by castaways? Castaways in a sense where these guys didn't really perform with their teams because of either A, high expectations, and they couldn't they couldn't grow, Guys like Noah Vent, Vonley, or Mario Hezona mm-hmm. from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vonley playing with uh, Charlotte mm-hmm. his first couple of years and then wound up going to Portland. You know, you get Ron Baker, uh, you know, Tim Hardaway played uh, pretty good. He scored a lot of points last night, scored 31 points with uh, six rebounds and five assists. Uh, Trey Burke, another guy, he played good. Another guy talking about a castaway. I think he found a home here in New York, Trey Burke. I think so too. Went for the Jazz to Washington, and you know now, I, I now think, here. I think so too. You know he's been playing very, very good. A great find. Ennis Cantor from coming in via trade from Carmelo Anthony. The Carmelo Anthony deal. He had sixteen and eleven. I think he's a fan favorite here, and you know I think he's going to be a, a future part of the Knicks for years to come. Lance Thomas. He didn't have a a good game, but he had himself three points. You know, one block in almost fifteen and a half minutes of play. And then everybody's favorite Frenchman for the Knicks, Frank Nilakita. Frank Nilakita's scoring five and five with one assist. You know, five points, five rebounds, one assist, three steals. His length coming into play, and uh, you know, it's just something that you you know with this team. If you mix that together with this with this group with Kevin Knox, I think this is going to be a, a sleeper team to say the very least. Well, Kevin Knox is. 
definitely part part of the court because he's no he's not you know the first round pick Hardaway. I think well it I think part of the core depends on the free agents that they're going to target. Let's not focus in on the free agents to target yet. That's something that we'll save for us for our NBA summer preview. No, no, no. But 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 when you're talking about a core, if you if you consider Porzingis part of your core, cancer part of your core, and this season is trying to figure out, you know, who these core guys are, you're not gonna go after a, a power forward or a center in free Agency, so I I do know that free agency is a wide away yeah, but this is all about figuring out who can we put with these guys that we want to go after, and I think you know obviously one game is way too early too early to tell, but you know the plan is to be successful this season while figuring out the future for both of the New York teams. Absolutely, so absolutely, and you know what too, like like you said with with Brooklyn, how they could have. Their two spots, they they almost won their game. They they lost by three points, right? You know, and you had uh, Joe Harris. He played well. He had thirteen points with six rebounds and five assists. Uh, Al in the center, he had seventeen and ten. Karis Levert from Michigan, twenty seven four and four. They go Karis Levert, baby KD. Yeah, D'Angelo Russell didn't have himself a good game. You know. Almost, he had eight points, two rebounds, five assists, and he and he has to do the more. If if he wants to be considered the best player on the team, you you gotta score more than absolutely eight points, man. Absolutely, and then Spencer Dinwiddie had twenty three, four, and six off the bench. Off the bench, notable DMPs that didn't play. Kenneth Reed, you know, Animal, yeah, yeah. So you know, is he gonna be with this team for the foreseeable future? Probably not, but we'll see what happens there. And then with the Lakers. You want to know what gets me with the Lakers and what good teams do? And this is a, a very good telling story. When you shoot under 20 shots as a superstar in LeBron James and you distribute the ball and you play well, that's what matters the most. Yeah, they didn't hit a three-pointer to like, what, midway through the second quarter, oh, third quarter? 15 to start the game. Yeah, you know. Uh, who, who was the guy? Uh from uh from Portland that was scoring the threes. Uh Stauskas. Nick Stauskas, thank you. Sauce Castillo. Yes. He played himself a very good game last night. He was running through screens. He was He can shoot, man. He, he can. can shoot. Yeah, I think he he's found shoot. I think he's found the stroke and I think he's found the home in he Portland. Can you know, he can. But my point is is that when you have guys shooting under twenty shots a game, everybody's getting touches. You know? And when you do that, you know, eight times out of ten you're going to win ball games no matter what because you're getting everybody involved. And when you get everybody involved, everybody's happy no matter what. That's all I got to say about that. Some also some other observations from the first week of, week of the NBA season well. Boston Philly, Boston you know ran away with that game towards the end. Joel Embiid saying this is not a rivalry, they always kick our ass. <laughs> I found that to be very funny but very Next. true. Next, I it, I found that to be very very true. It is, and you know, as one of those things where you know, now Philly did a rebound and they did win last week. A game I I'm gonna rush home and try and see before I do some baby shower shopping is um Boston at Toronto. Very early, interesting matchup. Well, they're going on the Atlantic Division. How about Milwaukee? How about Giannis? 
a team that said it was going to do well. He is a freak of nature. Did you see some of the things that he did yesterday? Yeah. Uh, or two days ago? Yeah. My God. He's, he's only getting better. He's only this better. guy, this guy, when it's all said and done, mark mark it down. He's going to be a top 10 player that will be forever remembered in the NBA. Top 10 player. It's, well, it's like we said on the NBA preview show, podcast up now, um, once he learns how to consistently shoot, it's over. But like Combo said, it's over now. It's over now. Do you see some of the things that he does, dude? <laughs> he, he's now. backing guys down into the paint, and he's dunking on them, and he's out-muscling them, and he has the ability to go to the basket He's it's with over the dribbling now. ability. It's over now. Dude. And he can't shoot yet. <laughs> it's over now. He trained with Kobe. Like I said, I think he's going to win MVP this year. He's going to put up a he lot of numbers. He took the initiative of saying, I don't care about the New Yorks and the L.A.s and the Miamis. He wants I'm to stay in Milwaukee. in Milwaukee. And they're going to give him a max deal whenever you, his time comes. You gotta, super max. You got to love that about super him. Max. You got to love that about the guy. Hopefully he doesn't pull a John Tavares, but, you know, he's... Really well, really. I had to. Jesus I had Christ. To. Bro, I mean, I know we have to talk at Hockeyville, but Jesus Christ. I had to put a... Did, I, did, 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 really? Hey, listen, at 23 years old, John Tavares was running the world with the Islanders. <laughs> you know? And then at age 28, after the five-year deal left, what happened? He wound up bolting from the Islanders. For for greener pastures up in Toronto. Before we get to hockey, Will, my last basketball point, Anthony Davis. What Man he did child. against Houston. I mean, Charles Barkley said after the game he's the second best player in the world. We all know that LeBron's won. That's without question. For how much longer that's to be determined. Well, universally, the number the second best player in the world has been given to KD. Thing Anthony Davis is starting to creep up on him because now they're the same heights. Anthony Davis just looks bigger because he he has more weight, but they're 6'10, 6'11. And the wingspan, the defensive presence that he brings, but he could shoot threes, he could do everything well. Will you hearing them say, he, um, you know, he has, I think he has one year left on his deal after this season or he can opt out after the season. It's one of those two. But you're, ha- but you're hearing Anthony Davis to Laker rumblings. You're hearing that. Lakers have the pieces to trade for him. Pair him with LeBron. Also, the Lakers could also bring in Clay. Are the Lakers looking at a starting five that has Clay, Anthony Davis, and LeBron? Well, that's dangerous. I know rumors. that's down the line. I know that's way down the line. We've but been hearing rumors, too, that Kevin Durant might join the Lakers. Right, you're in rumors. So. But, well, I'm not going to go where Charles Barkley went. I still think pound for pound, KD is the second best player in the league. About, I don't but, know about that. But Anthony Davis is coming. I don't know about Anthony that. I think Davis is coming. coming? He's, he's here. He's on the heels. He's, he's no, on the heels. He, not on the heels. He's here. He's here. He's here. I give it to KD still. But Anthony Davis, is it's, he's... He's he's a yard or two. Okay. Behind. Top five players in the NBA right now. Mine. Yes. Any order. LeBron one. Okay. KD two. Okay. Anthony Davis three. Okay. Four, I'm going to give it to Harden. Okay. Five, I'm going to give it to... Let's go Westbrook. Five. Top five. Okay. So LeBron... KD and Davis Harden Westbrook. Okay. Go with LeBron. 
You're going to go with Anthony Davis. You're going to go with Harden. You're going to go with Westbrook. I'm going to go with Giannis. No KD. No KD. In the top five. No KD. Well, my... You want to know why? Because of the fact that he's won two championships. And he's got the players around him to do it. Even though he is... He's the great scorer and everything like that. If, Like I said before, if he was great, he would have stayed in Oklahoma City or he would have went to a team outside of Golden State. Well, but but when we're talking about top five players, is, is, isn't that a individual thing or is it a team thing? Because I think, like, I separate them into just their individual game. And I think in the world, I think KD is number two. I think it's going to change by the end of the year. I think Ann Davis is going to eventually be number two, but I don't consider a top five based on team success. But if you do, then I understand. You know, it, how do you win championships? One player does not win championships, Sean. We, we know this. But we've seen the back-to-back championships. Who's been the guy to kind of start taking the big shots? KD. In game in in game three, when the Cleveland made it close, KD, you put up for almost 40, Will. Okay. but He hit it from almost 40. All I got to tell you is this, okay? And we'll leave it off like this. Look at the players around Kevin Durant right now. Those guys, the, those guys <laughs> can all win games, essentially, if they broke up into their own little pieces. Clay Thompson could be an all-star shooting guard somewhere else, right? Steph Curry could be an all-star point guard somewhere else, right? Draymond Green could be an all-star forward somewhere else, right? DeMarcus Cousin has has already been an all-star forward. Correct, but we have, we, we're have we not going to count him yet, right? okay, right. because he hasn't played a game yet with right, them. Right. But Kevin Durant, you know, you sacrifice your individual accomplishments for for a team. And when you do that, you know, in, in essence, it brings it brings you down a little bit. You know what I mean? I see that point. I see that point. Because you're doing it for the betterment of the team. The team, right, right. So so it brings down your individual play because you have to defer some of that. Correct, correct. That I get. Correct. That I get. That, I agree with. Um, we could agree to, to disagree, disagree right. but I see your point, and it's right. a very, very – a very, very valid, valid point. Correct. Well, uh, before we get into it, uh, hockey, I quickly will. I'm not trying to predict the future here. Okay. I think this is the end of the the Golden State Warriors. Yes, I think this is the last year. I think so. Too. Three of those guys could be gone. Cousins, free agent. Durant, free agent. Clay Thompson, free agent. Clay Thompson has already said he's not taking a hometown, hometown deal to to stay. We we could see a case where they could repeat. But the only two guys getting rings on opening night next year, Draymond and Steph. In a new arena next year. In a new arena in San Fran, we shall see. Absolutely. Will, not one. Not, not two, two. Not, not three, three. Not four. Not, not five. Not six. Seven. Seven, seven goals. Last night by said Islanders. Well, just go. Shoot. Oh, Let's my go. goodness. I'm going to just... I'm just going to keep it short and sweet right now because we're running running short on time here. But, man, this Islanders team, boy, they they played great. They played good so far this West Coast trip. I they know have, they have. the two losses against Nashville and uh, and Anaheim, they were, they were, you know, bad. But when you go up against teams like Nashville and they scored their three goals early on 
on Saturday. And then the comeback and capitalize in the second period the way how they did physically, only to, you know, lose by, I believe it was what, two goals, something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. Dude. 4-2. Dude, that there alone is a moral win for this team and for Barry Trotz alone. Right. Okay, even though there are no such thing as moral wins, there are moral moral victories. Okay, there of are. Course. No matter what. You go up against Anaheim, first period, teams playing great through the first first period. Then what happens? Penalties happen. You know, ducks five one fours for and five one threes. Ducks are ducks score. Pucks are getting thrown to the net. Deflections happen. Henrique with the nice play with the baseball swing the baseball type swing, yeah. of goal right there, you know? So for them and you know what? The Kings they didn't have uh their best player. Last night, I believe it was Kopitar. Mm-hmm. Kopitar didn't play at all last night for them. Right. And Jonathan Quick wound up coming back from injury. He was out for five games. But, uh, you know. You take advantage when you got to take advantage. Exactly. And the Islanders did. did just that. And, well, they got a big game against a Sharks team that you know is pissed. They came all the way to Brooklyn and didn't score a goal. So right. you know they're pissed off and they can't wait to face said as well. You know what, too? Like I said, with Trotz, I think Trotz is, he's implemented a culture here. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of ups and downs here, but the grind, the physicality of this team is there. Trotz has implemented that. You see it outside of what happened with uh, Doug Waite, you know, the past couple of years, and even Jack Capuano. But like I said, dude, with this, with this, with this uh, Islanders team right now, three and three. I don't think anybody would have expected a three and three start for this team, especially when the majority of the games have been against West Coast teams. Exactly, and then on top of that, too, you know they've only played, they haven't played really any stretch of games, you know, together outside of yesterday and and uh, Wednesday. Not only that, well, Barzal, he's been he's had he's had a quiet start so far. Their He's whole had a quiet start. Their whole top six has been quiet. They've been quiet, and they've already got a three ones well. So, sky is the limit for this team, all. Absolutely. Hey, you know what, man? You got love with Lamarillo and what Trots are doing. You can never have enough third to fourth liners on that team. You can't. Right. That's where they missed out last year when they started off hot. Guys got injured. You know they weren't physical. They were getting outplayed. Yeah, they had a high scoring offense, but. Their defense wasn't that good, but, uh, you know, this is a team, dude, that's literally on the cusp of doing something great, and they will prove people wrong this year. You heard what Mr. Sign Guy said, so. That's right. Pat Dowd, my man, you know, if you're listening out there, you're truly awesome with a capital A, so just, uh, yeah, keep proving people wrong, you know? Yep. And uh, and that's that's it. That's all I got to say. You have any final thoughts, Sean? No final thoughts. We will see what, what the Giants do Monday night, what the Jets do Sunday. And, uh, you know, basketball season week number two next week. So we'll, uh, we'll see what takes place, man. And we're trying to have a guest on for next show. Absolutely. We'll, 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 we'll work on that. We always work on that no matter what, Sean. We'll have a good weekend, man. Same to you, my man. Hey. Congratulations on being an uncle again. I don't know if I mentioned that to you before. You did. Can't wait to see my twin nephews. Absolutely. On the board, sports. I don't even know what episode this is now. I know we're in season 20 two. 20-something. 20-something, <laughs> exactly. 
For our, Caleb, God from Pocket Studios, the good people here. Yeah, appreciate absolutely. You. Appreciate you no matter appreciate what. Appreciate you with a capital A. Yes, appreciation with a capital A. That's Much right. love to you. Right. Have a great weekend, guys, and we'll see you soon. On the Board Sports, logging out. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>